the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can come say, Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. Everything we do is for the sake of the gospel. So for the sake of the gospel, bend over backwards to have peaceful relationships. Good relationships require strong faith. Good relationships require strong faith. If you remember at the place where Jesus Christ told the disciples, if your brother offends you 70 times, seven times in a day, 70 times, seven times in a day, he said, forgive him. And uh, the disciples said to Jesus, increase our faith. This is tough. Increase our faith. How can you continue, keep on forgiving, keep on letting go of somebody that offends you, hurting you over and over again? The bottom line of the lesson there is this, that you need a strong faith. You need the strength of the Spirit of God to be able to have good relationships. Good relationships require strong faith. Good relationships require strong faith. Good relationship is a process. Good relationship is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen just like that. You don't just snap your fingers and uh, you, you have it. A good relationship does not happen. You have to create and build it. It doesn't just happen. You have to create and build it. It takes time, energy, and even money. Amen. That's just a little thing on um, importance of good relationships. We're going to move on and look at the three C's of a good relationship. Ingredients of a good relationship. The first one, which is care. That's the first C of a good relationship. And we talked about that last week. Let's move on to the, the second one, which is communication. Communication. I want us to know that... The type of relationship determines the type and level of care, communication, and commonality. Care, communication, and commonality. Commonality is the third C of uh, the three C's of a good relationship. Commonality actually, you know, in this sense, means common concern or shared mutual concern. Common concern Shared or mutual concern, commonality of purpose, commonality of purpose with that person 
that you know you need to have a good relationship with. So the type of relationship determines the type and level, the type and level of care, communication, and commonality. It's not the same care, you know, when you talk of that between husband and wife versus that between co-workers at work or your friend at school or your friend in life. It's not the same level of care. And it's not the same level of no communication that you're going to have. It's not the same level. It's not the same type of communication. It's not the same commonality, you know. So let's remember that, that the type of relationship determines the type and level of care, communication, and commonality. Today, we are looking at ingredients of a good relationship. Communication as one of the ingredients. Communication as one of the ingredients. What is communication? What is communication? Communication is simply the act of transferring information from one place, person, or group to another. Every communication involves at least one sender, a message, and a recipient. At least one sender, a message, and a recipient. This may sound simple, but communication is actually a very complex subject. I can even stop there and just say this, you know, as I'm talking right now, trying to communicate something to us, trying to pass information to us, pass revelation to us, disseminate, distribute, give out information, revelation, share revelation with everyone. Every one of us will hear it differently. That's our complexities. Something I will say can be interpreted in many ways depending on who is hearing it. And depending on uh, the way I said it, the way, you know, they saw me saying it, so many things involved. There's just so many things involved. So communication is very complex. Even though it's very complex, what we're doing today is not meant to be an academic exercise on communication, but we're just sharing the wisdom of God for us so that we can apply it in our lives in order to be able to create and build good relationships for necessary uses. If a good relationship is not possible, at least a peaceful relationship. If a good relationship is not possible, at least have a peaceful relationship. And sometimes even the peaceful relationship is not possible. And what can you do? You know, give it all to God. Communication as an ingredient of a good relationship. Communication is more than the words and sounds. It also involves the hearts, the minds, and emotions of those involved. So it's much more than the sounds and the words used. It involves the hearts, minds, and emotions of those involved. It is really complex. It can even get more complex and more complicated when you factor in different languages cultures, traditions, and experiences of different peoples that we have to relate with. For example, this an okay sign in America means something different in Japan. It means money in Japan. And in Brazil, is a gesture of rudeness. So communication is really a complex one. There are so many languages, so many cultures, traditions, experiences of life. So it really becomes very complex. The communication 
We need it to be able to have good relationship. I believe that the royal law in Matthew 7, 12, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, is a good foundation for creating, building, and maintaining relationships. Whether good relationships or just peaceful relationships. Let me say that again. I believe that the royal law in Matthew 7, 12, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, is a good foundation for creating, building, and maintaining relationships. Matthew 7, 12. Whatever you desire, that's another way to put it. Whatever you desire to be done to you, do also to others, for this is the law and the prophet. Whatever you desire to be done to you, do also to others. Like I said, no one hates himself. Everyone loves himself. So if you love yourself, and you desire to be loved, then love others. But the question also comes, what do you desire to be done to you? What do you desire to be done to you? It says, whatever you desire to be done to you. So what do you desire to be done to you? What do you desire to be done to you? Do you know what you really need? Sometimes you ask somebody, maybe somebody has ever asked you, do you know what you want? Like sometimes you go to a restaurant, and you say, what do you want? And you say, I don't know. Sometimes um, somebody asks you, what, what is your desire? And you say, I don't know. What do you really desire? Or what is the important thing that need to be done in your life, that you will like to be done in your life, that you should do to other people? <clears throat> Many times we don't even know that important thing. We do not know that important thing. That is the truth. For serious and important matters of life, the truth is we don't know ourselves, though we think we do. We don't know ourselves. We don't know what is the deep desire. What is, is it that we need? We don't even know. So if we don't know ourselves very well, it follows that we don't know other people. Let me say that in a different way. Since we don't know ourselves well enough, we don't know other people Talk less of knowing how well to communicate with them by what we do to them. Since we don't know ourselves well enough, we don't know other people well enough. Talk less of knowing how well to communicate with them by what we do to them. The better and more accurately you know yourself, the better and more accurately you will know other people. Matthew 7, 4 says to us, How can you say to your brother, how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck in your eyes, the little wood in your eyes, while you have a log in your own eyes? Matthew 7 from verse 4. How can you say to your brother, let me remove or take out a speck in your eyes? Let me help you. When you cannot even help yourself, it's just a little, a little speck in your brother's eyes. And you see it as a little speck. Why do you see it as a little speck? Anyway, it is because you have a log or a beam in your own eyes blocking you from seeing. Then Jesus Christ said, what you need to do is to first of all, remove the beam of the big wood in your own eyes, blocking your view or blocking your sight so that you will be able to now see the speck in your brother's eyes. It means you start with yourself first. Start with yourself. So in this question of relationship, 
When it is not going well, may the Lord help us to start with ourselves, to look inward, to look inside ourselves. What is it? What did I do? Or what have I done? Or what can I do? Basically, to start with yourself instead of starting with your brother. Because if you start with your brother, you'll make it worse. Because you begin to be defensive, and in being defensive, you're offensive. It is better to question yourself instead of confronting your brother or sister. Due to public health concerns, all services are being held online. Please visit dayspringchapelboston.org for updates and more service information. Don't forget to also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at dayspringchapelboston. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.